Alrighty, dude. What's going on, Mr. Cook? What's Luke up, y'all? Lex? Yeah, we got a party in the yeah, office today. Yeah, yeah. Luke and Sam are sharing a microphone. So, <laughs> say hi. Hey, guys. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we got Mr. Softy himself in the office in the flesh, today. Baby. Come on. Come on, dude. Uh, we're excited for today's podcast. Um, we're kind of going to bounce off of the one that we did last week, or Luke and I did. I don't know when the heck I'm going to actually post this sucker. But uh, we talked about discerning the seasons, which was good. And if you haven't listened to that yet, then I encourage you to listen to it. But um, today we're going we're gonna to really talk about <laughs> hope and expectation. Yeah. Seeing through the storm that is COVID-19 and all the little difficult storms that, that we're going through right now. And, and truly, I'm, I'm like super blessed to have Sam here with us today because this is a, a homie that's gone through a lot. And uh, I've watched him cling to hope and have healthy expectations. And so mm, it's a joy. Yeah. It's a joy to have this. Stoked to be here. Yeah, it's a joy to have him. So, um and he, he, by the way, he did test positive for COVID at some point. Yep. Survivor. He is a, a co- survivor. He is a, co- <laughs> he is a COVID survivor, dude. Yeah. First, third one I know. Really? Yep. Fourth one I know. Who? Me. You, my mother, my friend, John. JB. John Bottles. John Bottles. And I don't know if I can say the other person. Fair enough. Yeah. So, yeah, we're excited, but, but pretty much... <laughs> We're going to start a little bit heavy, but I hope by the by the end of it, since we are talking about hope, <laughs> that we should be we should be a little bit happier and lighter here at the end. But kind of a really a huge heart on why we wanted to do this sucker is because I, I feel like um, the heart part, part of the hardest part, I think, for this season with COVID-19 and all the craziness going on. Is that it? It has felt like, and I don't know if you agree, Sam, but it's felt like uh, one bad thing has led to another bad thing, which has led to another hard thing, and and even when they're in between the hard things, it's still like confusing because there's like not a lot of clarity on what the right. heck's going on, yeah. and and really just kind of feel like um, as as some of you are heading back to school as we're heading into a new season, can't believe summer's already I know. close to being over. It's like flying. hurts my heart. I, know. I need to fish more. <laughs> you and me both. Come on, Come dude. On. <laughs> That's um, buggy. Yeah. Buggy dude. So buggy. But, but before we enter into this next season, I, especially as you start heading into school, really just wanted to speak to you and just say that, like, there is a strong possibility that like as you head and this isn't out of fear like this is yeah. like i feel like out of the gentleness of jesus that like just wants to really help sh- shape our perspective um but like very well and very possibly could be heading into a a tough season right you know like there is a strong possibility that uh this next school year this next work season, even just the things that are going on in our country, it could like it could get a lot worse before it gets better. Right. Um, it like Luke said last week in the podcast, like the beautiful thing is, and when we are going through wilderness seasons and tough seasons, we can look 
like at, on the future and know like even if it's dark, even if we feel like there's a gray cloud over us, like we know Jesus is leading us somewhere. Mm. Yeah. But my goal and our goal in the midst of this podcast in particular is, okay, if there's a possibility, and, and even if it's not in this COVID season, in your own personal life, whatever stinking season you're going through, whether it's now or five years from now, mm-hmm. like, how can we go through our wilderness season seeing Jesus? Right. right. How can we zoom out and how can we see that Jesus is actually leading us somewhere? Because one of the number one things that happens when we are in difficult, hard seasons is that we as Christians, we, we hold on to hope. We hold on to faith. We build up courage. And then what happens? Something hard comes right. and then it keeps coming and then it keeps coming and it keeps getting worse. And then what happens? You're like, I just don't even want to hope anymore. Right. I don't want to have faith anymore. I feel like I keep getting let down. Like this is the story of my life in a lot of areas. It's like, oh, a hard season will come and I'll feel like the Lord is just leading me into this season of like, I just got to build hope and build courage and build faith and hold on. And then bad thing happens. Right. Bad thing happens. Bad thing happens. It's easy to do. Yeah. It's totally. super, it's super easy to do. Cause I think, I think, I think, there's, it's really easy to, to have hope and have, and have faith. Right. Um, but I also think it's equally as easy somewhere along the journey to attach that hope and faith to a circumstance as opposed to like a man, right. As opposed to attaching that hope to Jesus. And, and when we attach that hope to some sort of circumstantial outcome, it's setting us up to potentially be let down and fall into hopelessness exactly. because we were let down. Yeah. This, this is the pattern we go through. Right. 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 Like this is why people get depressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like people get depressed. Good God fearing on fire, loving, amazing Christians, <laughs> including myself. Yeah. will go through a hard time. I build up hope and I attach hope to an outcome. Exactly. Right. I attach hope to a specific result that I want. Right. And when that result that I want doesn't happen, I feel like God failed me. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's not there. I feel like, and and then this is another huge temptation is I feel like I missed what God had for me. Right. Right. And that's not true. Like exactly. It's not true. It's just hope. And, and (laughs) Hope is not in an outcome. It is not in a situation. Our hope is in Jesus, the man, exactly, right? Yeah. And so one of the things is that happens for us in the temptation, we start a new school year. We start a new season. What happens? We build, build up these expect- expectations, yeah. right? This is going to be the best school year of my life. This new job is going to be the best job Oh my gosh, my mom or my dad encountered God one time. They're going to turn their life around for Jesus forever. Everything's going to be amazing from here on out. Then what happens? Crap hits the fan. Yeah. And we go, oh no, we missed what God had for us. No, you didn't. Like you absolutely did not miss what God had for you. Our hope is in a man and we don't know exactly what the outcome is. but we know that he works all things good for those who love him. Mm-hmm. You have a story for your, that you can just share of just like, yeah, of a time where you've battled. Cause I just feel like times like this testimony is important, you mm-hmm. know, like 
really important because it's like we can hear this and like, oh, that sounds good. But right. like, do you have a story or some time in your life where you felt like you both where you had like, okay, I went through this hard season, but then it just got harder because my hope was misplaced. And then a season where you did go through it and you're like, oh, wow, I actually learned that like my hope is in Jesus, not in this outcome. Yeah, interesting. Interestingly, I think I have a story where they happened kind of simultaneously. At the same time, yeah. Um, yeah. I went. I went through. You know, attaching hope more to a man than a, than an outcome or a circumstance is what got me through probably the hardest season of my life. Mm. Um, but it it took me getting there, wow. right? It took me recognizing that my hope is not. My hope is in like these earthly things that this relationship will end up yeah. working itself out, you know, that, that I will be able to smooth everything out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I remember there was a point in my life, um, where, you know, I, I was at the darkest place of my life. I had just found out that my marriage was falling apart, mm. that, uh, there, there was, there was, there was just so many unknowns as to like, yeah. how, how is this going to play out? Wow. You know, there was, were so many things. Was it almost like you couldn't even find like an outcome that was, it was like so dark that you like almost couldn't even yeah. see an outcome. To and honestly, to that's what it took though, yeah. unfortunately totally. for me to reach this place of like, I give up, yeah. like I, wow. I give up and and so I remember, I remember this specific instance, you know, my, my marriage was falling apart. I was, and I had attached so much hope that if I take the right steps, I do the right things. Wow. I, I get myself into a healthier place, which was something that I truly wanted. But if I do those things, then all of these things are going to smooth themselves out. Mm. It's going to be okay because I've done the right things. Yeah. Um, and slowly, but surely I started to realize like my hope in those outcomes, like, that may not be the outcome that I run into. Yeah. Like um, you might not run into like your marriage being right. reconciled. Exactly. Which, mm. come on, that's a hard reality. 100%. And, and I remember um, it was a specific night. Wow, um, those so. of you, those of you that were up at college, college retreat up in McCall probably remember this from my story, but specific night in February where I just remember I got a sp- a specific bit of news that brought this to light that things may not end up like I want them to end up. And I just remember like, that was the moment where I was like, okay, like, Lord, I don't know where you're at or what you, what you have for me, but like, I truly, I give up. Like I trust you. And what I experienced in that moment was that it was almost like, and I, I know, I don't know if you guys did talk about it on here or not, but I, I heard Luke use the phrase like zoom out. Yeah. Like that's truly what happened in that moment is something zoomed out. And I was given this big picture perspective where I recognize like, regardless of how things play out situationally, yeah. regardless of how relationships play out or like what people think even yeah. right. Um, regardless, I'm going to be okay. And so I think, good, and I think what, what was happening is I was beginning to attach my hope more in Jesus than I was the outcome of like how these things might play out. You got to a, you got to a place of 
surrender. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And and I think wilderness seasons, and I don't want Luke to chime in on whatever the heck he's got going on in his brain right now because it's filled with wisdom. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> the mystic legends. <laughs> <laughs> but oh shoot, what else what was I gonna say? Dang it. I got it. Wilderness. Wilderness. Oftentimes, thank you, Luke. The greatest intern ever. Yeah. Um, but, but really the wilderness season, I believe God takes us through to expose where we haven't surrendered. Mm -hmm. Not all the time, but most of the time. Right. And, and this is what we see. And I've used it a hundred times in this podcast so far is, is this is exactly what we see in the Israelites in Egypt. Right. Like I, I truly don't believe that God's plan when he, when they were, on their way to the promised land was for them to wander in the wilderness for 40 years. Like, I don't believe that was his intention. Like, Oh, I want my people just walk in a darn circle for 40 years doing nothing. But he said what he did want though, is he wanted every other God and idol that they had in their life. It, he wanted it to die. Mm. <laughs> like, and so he's like, if you have to wander in the wilderness for four, I, I promised you the promised land, Yeah, but you ain't going to the promised land until we rid yourselves of Egypt because Egypt was still inside of them. Mm-hmm. The slave mentality was still inside of them. And they kept wanting to worship things and gods and idols that made them feel the sense of comfort. And he's like, no, 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 no. I want your complete and utter self. Like I want everything. And like, this is why I love like literally. And it's probably because like I come from a family of like, addicts and like stuff but that's what we like sam and i both have a history with addiction mm-hmm. right and so like we say like uh, like rock we wait for I, rock bottom yeah it was just coming to mind right like right? i hear you hear that all the time is rock bottom yeah. right you got to reach your rock bottom and i heard i forget i forget who told it to me um but it made it it makes so much sense is your rock everyone's rock bottom quote unquote is different yeah. Right. It's not, hey, this is so good. it's, it's different. Listen. And it, <laughs> it, it's not your, your life does not need to fall apart for you to hit rock bottom. Like rock bottom in some ways is a choice because you get to choose when you say, okay, I give up oh, yeah. your give up moment is up to you. Yep. Right. And so hopefully it doesn't reach rock bottom. Exactly. Well, and, and it, it could, you know, rock Look bottom. I, I heard, I heard someone say one time, Rock bottom is when you choose to put the shovel down. Yeah, that's good. You know what I mean? And so I like that. as you choose to, you know, look look up instead of out and say, like, I, I truly like, okay, these circumstances, these emotions, these relationships, I give up. Like I yeah. give I give unto you like the result of what whatever's going to happen. Yeah. That's where freedom comes, that's where peace comes, and that's where you're able to attach hope. And that's hope that is yeah, hope. Yeah, it's hope, right? You yeah. know, and so that's that's so good. That's so good. And 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 yeah, and so like stories of addiction and like these extreme rock bottoms, like you've heard in my testimony and Sam's testimony, like my prayer is that you don't go there. Absolutely. But, but the truth and the reality is right. Is like, there are so many times, even within your singular day where you're like, I want to give up. Mm -hmm. And when you feel like you want to give up, give up, but not like give up on God, give up on trying to 
strive. Yeah, giving up. giving up is not synonymous with hopelessness. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Giving up and giving up is just giving up control. Just saying like I am not going to try and control the outcome. So good. So good. Big Luke, you got any thoughts? He's got something. The wheels brewing. are turning. We're we're swapping the mics. <laughs> The first thing that came to mind when we first started talking was um, like uh, in going back to like the Jewish culture. Um, we talked about this the other day in the office where everything, if you look at the pattern of the week, the pattern of creation, everything starts from like this rest or like yeah. the Sabbath is the first day of the week. Yeah. You rest on the first day of the week or when you go to sleep, you're not you're, you're starting the next day. You're not ending the you're day st- before. Yeah. Starting from a place. Of yeah. Rest. And so every day you've rested enough and the Lord has given you enough rest to compete, complete the, the end of the, the journey yeah. for that day. And so it's like, it was actually my new year's resolution was to change my mindset to let the, uh, my sleep be the beginning of my day. So that when I get to the end of my day, mm-hmm. I'm not saying, Oh, I've like, I, I can't wait to fall asleep. Cause I like, I'm just like waiting for the next time but like i've already had enough like i've been given my daily bread um and so entering into this time of potential like 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 struggle in seasons yeah it's it's something where we need to like realize we've been given our daily bread yeah that's so good and the hope the hope doesn't even necessarily need to be in this future outcome but the hope can be in this place where God has taken us from and if he's taken us from there and if he's given us rest then we don't have anywhere to be yeah and we just we just have to be where we are so where he's good. leading us yeah it's it's so good and and really right it's like it's it's the tension of zooming out <laughs> and the daily bread like it's it's truly the tension of both right it's like we get through our wilderness seasons or the storms or whatever the heck you want to call it right is okay, I realize I have to zoom out and I have to realize that God is leading me somewhere and I don't have control of the outcome. I can steward my heart now and how I steward my heart now is by coming and feasting on my daily bread, right? So we need the zooming out for our perspective to see that like God is that God is in control, that God is leading us, that God is our source of hope. Our hope is not in an outcome. Our hope is in Jesus. Our hope is in a man. And so we zoom out. We see that no matter how hard it is, no matter how hard school is, no matter what's going on in your family, you zoom out. God is in control. God is here. He is leading us. But then we tra- We don't just stay there because if we just stay there, right, then we're probably going to like become lazy. <laughs> You're not present. Yeah. You're like, oh, everything's good. Because a huge thing, another like good thing to think about is, I always have a little bit of red flags and I am hesitant caution flags. I'm trying to not use red mm-hmm. flags anymore. Sam knows this. Yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about why. Um, <laughs> nope. Nope. Yeah, so some caution flags for me is when I know somebody is going through a really hard season, right? Is when I know they're going through a really tough time, whatever it is. And they're just like, I'm good. Like I promise. I'm good. Like everything's awesome. Like I'm like, okay, you're probably zooming out a little bit too much here and not living in reality. Right. You're probably so zoomed out. Yes. God has you. Yes. He's building something powerful in you. Yes. There's probably an element of you. That's good. But when life's hard, it's supposed to be hard. Like 
you know, and we have to be vulnerable and it's in like, Hey, we come and we get our daily bread and we feast on him. Right. But it, but that doesn't ignore the pain and the difficulty and the suffering of what's going on. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. You got something? Well, I was going to add to it, maybe like a visual. Um, yeah. Uh, it's actually funny. I had a dream this morning that I didn't get to finish telling you about, but, um, yeah, so basically in this dream, I was, today. I was headed down, I was in like San Francisco area. It doesn't really matter. I was going in, down into this cave with people I knew and at the bottom of the cave, there was like this recreational area where you could like rock wall climb. And then there was also a place where people were doing, um, yoga or something. <laughs> and I went over to the yoga. Sorry, this might get weird. <laughs> Warning. We can cut this out. If yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a dream. Yeah. A dream. But we were going to, uh, I went over to the yoga place because I was like, yeah, I could use a stretch, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, all of a sudden, the yoga studio turned into this court hmm. where um, I was the, uh, um, what is it, the, the plaintiff or like you the, were on trial. I was on trial, saying. yeah. Um, and these people were bringing accusations of things that I'd done or things that I've failed at or even things that I was worried that I was going to fail at. Hmm. Um, in just this season of, of, of pressure yeah. and where I've, 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 I've let myself feel the pressure, like let the pressure at, like, um, get at me. And I rem in this dream, there's this one moment where I just was, I just kind of felt the Lord, like telling me to look up. Wow. And so I, I looked up hmm. and like, like, I didn't even really like have, wow. I didn't really have to see anything or right? like, I just remember in this dream, I was. Yeah. It was this small little zoom out moment. Right. And then it was also this zoom back in moment yeah. where I came back with peace. And I was so like, good. I was like, like not sober on peace, right. you know? Totally. And I was like, it was still weird and it still hurt and hard, hard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So hard. But accusations are always fun. Yeah. <laughs> all I had, like what I had was just this peace. I was like, yeah, like all this stuff wow. is going on but I, I know where I am and who so I am, Luke. but yeah, that's a beautiful image. Yeah. That's a beautiful image. So, so yeah, so it's just, it's important, you know, you guys, as we're, as we're navigating and going on this journey of school, we don't know. Look it, for me too, man. Like this has been a hard, this is hard. You know, this is hard. It's hard on a corporate level. It's hard on an occupational level. It's like, I, I want to just be with you all the time. And right. like, and, and, but we just have to hold with our arms wide open and just saying Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We come, we get our daily bread and let's, let's just be really good. Um, in this season and the school year, whatever, wherever you're going right now, I, I almost feel like this podcast isn't even just for the kids, but just for all, like whoever's listening, just like. Let's just make sure that our hope isn't attached to specific outcomes, you know, because it can lead us to constantly feeling disappointed. And then that just leads us down this, this spiral. That's mm -hmm. just no bueno, you know? And so, uh, w one other thing, and this is kind of a little bit of a tangent, um, that I just want to encourage you in this season, um, as we're, we're, we're calling this podcast, seeing through the storm. As, as we are in this storm, as we are in this trial and difficulty, I just really want to encourage you to embrace vulnerability, like in this time, like to truly embrace being who you are, 
and and be honest with where you're at. Like you like you have permission. Um, you have permission to be you and to feel everything that you're feeling, you know? And, Absolutely. And, and a lot of the tar- times I think like wilderness seasons can be extended because of the lack of vulnerability. And I'm not even talking about just vulnerability with others, but just o- vulnerability, even like being honest with yourself of like, this is hard, you know, yeah. this is difficult yeah. and just being honest. And, and, and because God uses these times in these wilderness to show areas in our life that need to be yielded to him. And there is such power in like opening up and being honest. I, you can ask Sam, man, like I text this homie probably two, three days a week. And I'm just like, dude, like I'm having a rough one today. Yeah. Like yeah. I get emotional, man. Cause it's like, it's life's hard. You know, life is hard and it's, and it's difficult. And even for me right now, you're, you're leader, right? Like I'm going through it also, mm-hmm. you know, going through it. And the thing that has helped me feel so known and seen and mm. understood in this time is by reaching out to my close friends, those who are in my inner circle and just being like honest with like, yeah, dude, Sam, I'm, I feel weak today, man. Like I'm bleeding today. And it just, it helps, like it helps real, helps you realize the season you're in and helps you realize what you actually need. Yeah. I think vulnerability is something, I think you said it very well. Like you can't be vulnerable with others until you're realistic and vulnerable with yourself. You have to be in tune and in step with like, what are my emotions today? Like, what is this discomfort that I'm feeling? Um, and then at that point, it is vital, in my opinion, to then reach out. I think. Yes, hundred percent. I, I think, and and it's interesting I, it, that you say that lack of vulnerability can prolong wilderness seasons because I think wilderness seasons can oftentimes isolate us. Yeah. You know, and so by reaching out, bringing other people into what you're experiencing and what you're feeling, it counteracts kind of that isolation that you kind of naturally want to be pushed into when you're in that wilderness, yeah. when you feel lost and you feel alone, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, just a bit of encouragement, you know, like reach out, yeah. reach out to people. I know it's, it's maybe hard depending on where you're at, yeah. you know, to, to maybe meet up with people, but yeah. you know, FaceTime's a great, a great tool, totally. you know, and, and text message too. Right. Simple, right. Man. Yeah. Like, Cause the power per, I'll tell you what, one of the coolest things, and, and there's probably, there's been quite a few times it's happened in my life where I have literally felt the prayers of others after I've been vulnerable mm. with them. Where I, oh man, I get emotional. But it's like, I'll text four or five people in a day and just be like, hey, it's hard. I'm not doing good right now. Like, you know, and I literally will, by the end of the day, be like, what the heck? Like, yeah, what is this? And I'm like, and I literally have like four or five text messages. I've been praying for you, been fighting for you. God's, t- you know, mm. and it just, it's a blessing. It's a blessing. So don't take your community for granted, you know, uh, bear down, hunker in and vulnerability also will protect you from numbing out. Exactly. <laughs> right. Cause, cause right. When pain and difficulty comes, we usually, we, want to go to a substance a thing to numb out but if i can first and i'm feeling pain and suffering if i can first go to somebody 
be vulnerable and honest with how I'm feeling and then share that with others, I find that it takes the temptation away to numb out. Yeah, I think some of the most freeing moments that I've ever experienced are right after very uncomfortable conversations. You know, you have, because being vulnerable in all honesty is not easy. No, right? no. It's so uncomfortable. Um, but I, I have experienced some of the most liberating moments of my life when I've made that decision to be a little bit uncomfortable yep. and either, you know, sometimes it involves admitting something that's, you know, that's causing some shame inside of you or yep. having an uncomfortable conversation with someone, you know, about, you know, relational dynamics that you're uncomfortable with, whatever it is. I think uncomfortable so conversation oftentimes leads to liberation of, of whatever you're feeling. So good. Uh, one thing that comes to mind with that is uh, how Paul talks about in the Bible, like um, when he says, now I get to share with you like what's been on my heart so that my joy may become complete. Um, I think that works. Number one, like when you share joy with someone, it's like it just amplifies it. Yeah. Like when you, you're able to share joy, but also when you, um, I think when you share vulnerability or like share hurt, mm -hmm. like it, it, I don't want to say it doesn't lessen it necessarily, but it, it, it makes the yoke easier <laughs> and the burden lighter yeah. in ways like where it feels like you got another person helping you carry. And so it's like the, that same thought of sharing, yeah. um, so that your joy may become complete. So good, dude. Come on. Cause that's what we're going after, right? There is joy in the midst of the season. There is hope in the midst of the season. And it is hard in the midst of the season. Yep, and so above. we press on full of hope, full of love. You got a scripture for us now, Bacchus? Oh, I, as I was kind of thinking about all this, Proverbs 24, 12 through 14. Can you hear me? Can you yeah, hear me? Yeah, you're Um, just says, if you say, behold, we did not know this. Does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who keeps watch over your soul know it? And will he not repay man according to his works? My son, eat honey for it is good. And the drippings of the honeycomb are sweet to your taste. Know that wisdom is such to your soul. If you find it, there will be a future and your hope will not be cut off. So good. You know, and so Come on. I think just kind of with everything that we've been talking about, I think that to me just kind of sums up this idea that if you don't attach your hope to things that are circumstantial or of the earth, uh, you, your hope will not be cut off. It doesn't mean it's going to make it easier. It doesn't mean that it's going to um, make the journey less painful, right? Yeah. But you won't yeah or shorter right um but it's going your hope you're not going to lose hope you're not going to fall into this pit of hopelessness where then the pain becomes the focal point so right and you become more prone to numbing and wanting to escape and isolate and run right hope is a great antidote to so those good. things you oh, know it, it 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 brings those positive feelings it brings peace so right good. come on that Fires me up. Yeah, the boys are real fired yeah, up. Yeah, the boys are fired up now. All right, we're going to go float the river. See you all there. Love you. Praying for you. Miss you guys. Yeah. Be blessed. Oh, reach out if you ever need anything. Yeah, we're here. So here. We are here. <laughs>